Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This is the Improv Chronicle podcast. I'm Lloydie. Lots, probably the majority of improv shows, have a standard beginning. The performers walk on stage and they ask the audience for a suggestion or sometimes multiple suggestions. Some say we do this in order for the audience to believe that it's really made up. Others say it's a useful way of kickstarting scenes or getting people on the same starting page. But what makes a good or useful suggestion? And do we really need them anyway? A friend of mine heard at the end of the last episode of the Improv Chronicle podcast that we were going to be talking about suggestions this episode, and he's got opinions. So he dropped round my apartment to give me a slice of his thoughts. Hello. Good morning. You well? Hi, well, how are you? Yes, I'm very well, thank you. Sorry I didn't bring any pastry. Hey, I'm Jack Cross. I am a Nottingham-based improviser. I currently perform with Denise's 50th, The Improclaimers, and Rhymes Against Humanity, The Improvised Musical. So your ideal show then, if you were to design that right now, how many or what kind of suggestion would it have? Or would it just be you starting? I think that you, I think there's just is, is an acceptance from the audience. If you come in to see something that is improvised, that you trust that what you're about to see is improvised... Um, and is being improvised by the players on stage right in front of your eyes for you specifically as an audience. I don't, for example, when I go to a magic show, I know that the magic, I know that there's not real magic happening on stage. Like I'm happy to be bamboozled by what's going on. I know that what is happening isn't, it, like, is a trick, but I'm happy just to be swept up in the entertainment of that. And I think that that's the same for improv. I would rather, as an audience member, particularly when I go and see other improv shows, the improv shows that I love, I don't care whether the suggestion has been honoured or not, although most shows that I see take a suggestion. I'm just happy to see players on stage enjoying themselves, going through an organic journey that I'm sharing with them. What does make a good suggestion then? If you're taking them, um, what makes a good suggestion? Um, again, I think it depends on what you want to put as your show. I think for if you're taking it as because we're doing improv, right? And we could literally be doing anything in a made up world anywhere and we could be anything that we want to do. So the suggestion 
if you're using it as an inspiration to create as a performer and with your fellow performers on stage, you are using it to sort of define the parameters of what your show is about to be. I think it can also be helpful for the audience because they are trusting you that it could be literally anything um, and it helps them define the, their parameters or expectations of what the show might be. Um, but I think, as an, like I say, as an audience member, I just want to be entertained if I'm watching an improv show. I don't care really what this what the inspiration is if i come out i've paid five pounds or whatever it is for my ticket and i come out and i feel like i've got five pounds worth of entertainment i don't care whether the suggestion was was honored or not so i think it's it should be about just having a space for um improvisers to get on the same page to put something to put something on stage that is interesting and engaging Monday, 24th of February, and heading to the Magnet Training Centre in New York to speak to one of their instructors to get another opinion on the matter of suggestions. My name is Megan Gray. Uh, I am an improviser, uh, an improv instructor, a performer, director in New York City, uh, and I was formerly artistic director of the Magnet Theatre in New York City uh, for about seven years. What do you think makes a good suggestion? Oh my gosh, uh, this is tricky because uh, th- you have no control over it. <laughs> you have no control over the suggestion, so it's a little bit... Uh, like um, uh, I can say what I like in a, I, but I also feel like there's no good suggestion I think you should be able to work with anything and you can't control it anyway so I try not to think too much about is this a good I don't want to also I don't want to judge a suggestion so to, to put a, a label on a suggestion I think is is tricky and I always tell my students that they should be able to work with anything because it's a suggestion is there as just a starting point and then it makes you think of something else and so it should be we call it a suggestion because it's not in stone so I would say uh, a good suggestion any suggestion is a good suggestion (laughs) (laughs) so is there a type of suggestion that um, you find more useful or you find is uh, useful for creating great improv, like location, just a single word, that kind of thing? Uh, well, I tell you what I don't like. <laughs> and I know that, like, I know I said a no, vet, no suggestions about it. But sometimes food, you get a lot of food suggestions, which I find um, you, you can... Food suggestions are fine, but when you get so many, I think that they become a little bit limiting of, like, uh, another restaurant scene or a supermarket scene. Uh, I do like, I like location suggestions because I, I like to think about who's there and who are the characters who are there. So those ones are, are always lovely. Uh, I find song lyrics very tricky myself uh, because I, I start putting a meaning on them and a theme to them and, and sometimes I get a little bit in my head if it's too complicated a suggestion. So I think a simple location is really nice or something that is maybe thematic where it's like a jealousy or technology or like things that have these like uh, they can be pulled apart into bigger themes and structures. So uh, sometimes something thematic or a location is really nice. Suggestions then, uh, do we need them in improv? I think it's important for suggestions to think about what you're using it for. Uh, I think as an improviser, 
I think we take suggestions for two reasons. Uh, one of those reasons is as a, an inspiration for us to create with our friends on stage. And sometimes we use the, inspira- uh, the suggestion as an inspiration to get the audience on board. And I think it depends on the purpose of your show or what you're trying to do on stage that will determine whether the suggestion is needed or not. Personally, I am against suggestions for the most part. Um, I think it's important that we have space as improvisers to create something and share that journey with the audience. I think improv is one of the few art forms where the audience can see things evolving organically as people are creating on stage right in front of them. And suggestions can sometimes limit that if you're trying to match your performance or your show to meet a suggestion that the audience have put forward. You feel honour bound to um, incorporate that into what you're doing. And sometimes that can inhibit the creativity that's happening on stage. I think beginning students need suggestions. I don't think that they're, I think when you're first learning, you need a little bit of, uh, you need training wheels on your bike a little bit. I think as you get, as you, as you progress, I feel like you do need them less. As long as there's, as long as you haven't pre-written or pre-thought or pre-talked about something beforehand, you should be able to just get into the moment, check in with your partner and figure it out from there. So I would say for more advanced performers, I don't think they need suggestions as much, but I would say when you're first learning, suggestions are are very nice. Uh, sort of, they're, they're there to get you started and starting to think about things and starting to observe things. So I, I don't think everyone needs them. Because there is this moment in an improv show right at the beginning where we break the fourth wall in a way that a lot of other theatre doesn't um and i just wonder the effect that that has on the audience the breaking what breaking of the fourth wall Well, because you are essentially going forward as yourself at the very beginning Uh, interacting with the audience and then uh, kind of putting on the show yeah the act of getting the suggestion yeah yes yes yes. It, it is sort of um i always think it's sometimes nice when people have like a blackout Right, like the suggestion, uh, pineapple, another food one, thank you. Uh, blackout, lights come right back up. I think that's always a little nice. Um, or some sort of break, I think is always really nice. I also find that a little odd sometimes that uh, we go right into getting a suggestion into a scene. I think sometimes that can be a, that's a, that can be a little a little bit jarring. Uh, so I, I always like a, a, a sweep or a blackout or some sort of like divide into this is our suggestion. Thank you, and then going into the piece. So I agree that it, it is sort of like this weird. Uh, I'm me getting this word from you that you sputtered out of your mouth and now I'm going to do a show about it uh, so it, it is like a tr- it's a weird thing that no other art form really does well I think it's it is nice in musicals though when they do an opening number I think like that is a really nice like cool great that's a nice transition but for regular improv uh, I guess I would like that sort of opening number to lead us into something yeah. uh, hi uh, Shari Hazlett I am an improviser from New York City and uh, I am a performer and also a marketer and producer of improv shows. I guess you see improv from two perspectives, both as a producer and performer, but then also as somebody who, um, who markets stuff 
Do you think suggestions are useful in improv? Okay, so I have my personal perspective. (laughs) And as a marketer, I think... Okay, it depends on the kind of show. I think they can be useful from an audience perspective. Um, It's engaging. It's fun. It's something you can do to connect with the audience at the beginning of a show. I think there's a way you can kind of let people know what to expect. And then once the audience is there, you can kind of carry that experience over into the introduction of the show. So they can feel like they're part of it, especially if um, they maybe don't know that much about improv or haven't seen an improv show before. So I think it's definitely useful for more of a general audience show. Um, They really like that. It's rewarding for them. It's fun and that kind of thing. Um, Personally... (laughs) So you're talking more as an improviser now, personally? Yes, as an improviser. So as a marketer, yeah. I think overall, just having you know more of a comprehensive experience for the audience member, it can be yeah, it can be great. As as an improviser, personally, I prefer to just start. I don't love suggestions. I guess what future is there mm-hmm. then for a kind of improv mm-hmm. that doesn't use an audience suggestion at all? Is that a marketable prospect? <laughs> I think so, because I think audiences, ex- they only expect a suggestion if we tell them to expect it. We tell them to expect a suggestion. I think it's a nice way to draw them in, and it's really great. As a marketer and as a producer, you let people know what they're going to expect, what kind of experience they can expect. You can tell them, hey, we're maybe not going to take a suggestion from you, and then don't do that, and you know, do something amazing, and they'll love it. The audience never come out at the end of a show and say, oh, that suggestion, man, that was so good. No one ever says that, right? No, I think the improvisers are like, oh, man, that suggestion, I hated it. It was the worst. Or, I mean, I think that happens more than anything. I don't know. I usually forget forget what it is at some point. I I think (laughs) more than anything, the audience wants to be entertained, right? Yes. I believe the audience wants to be entertained and the audience wants to feel something. And I don't think that is suggestion dependent. Next time on the Improv Chronicle podcast. Edits. You can sit a bunch of improvisers in a bar and they can have a pretty heated discussion about how to edit scenes. The Improv Chronicle podcast is produced and presented by me, Lloydie James Lloyd. Please subscribe and rate us on your favorite podcast app by going to ratethispodcast.com slash improv chronicle. It really does make a difference when you rate and review. Ratethispodcast.com slash improv chronicle. And if you have an idea for a possible episode, get in touch. Improvchronicle.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. 
If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited-edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.